0: The New Age Christianity podcast is brought to you by. Hello, New Age Christian family. This is Austin Fletcher. You are listening to the New Age Christian podcast, and this is episode number 21. Today, we have Kat back with us in the studio, and we are going to talk about crystals. So, I know a lot of you may be afraid of a lot of New Age concepts because most of this community comes from the Christian side of New Age Christianity. But Kat is one of my favorite people to talk to when it comes to how to dig down into the realities that are behind New Age concepts. Clearly, These things that the New Age community believes have truth. So where is that truth? This is a community of people, we are unafraid to ask questions and unafraid to search for truth no matter where it's hidden. And I know Kat has personally found a lot of great stuff in the New Age community and I am looking forward to sharing more and more of her and her insights with you. As always, let's get started. All right, New Age Christian family, here we are with another podcast episode with a co-host. Say hello, Kat.
1: Hello, Kat.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, that is technically what I told you to say. So you have previously met Kat on an episode uh, interview with a New Age Christian. Mm -hmm. We did with her. And I mentioned at the end of that episode that uh, Kat, of all the people in this community that I am close with, has really the most experience in the New Age side of the world and the New Age side of discussions. And so one of the things that we've talked about a few times is kind of starting to bring in some of those concepts and some of the, the major pieces of the New Age community and the New Age religion or the New Age way of life That's probably the best way to say it. And kind of demystifying, picking things apart, getting into them. Why? What do you do with these things? How do you how do you justify justify them together with Christianity and you know, is there any bull crap in it? Is there any <laughs> real value in it? You know, just there's a thousand questions coming from the Christian world. I know that I was told that, you know, the New Age religion and all New Age things were of the devil. Because apparently Bobby Boucher's mom is not the only one who thinks that everything oh is the <laughs> devil. <laughs> okay so today we want to talk about crystals and stones and all of that yeah right yeah um I mean. so I'm, I actually think I mentioned that at the at in your interview that we were gonna do the first one was going to be on crystals yes yes yeah and I'm how many of you by show of hands <laughs> how many of you in the audience thought <laughs> that like when I said the word crystals the hair went up on the back of your neck
1: yeah it kind of has like a I don't know, it, it can bring up negative emotions like crystals are like woo-woo and witchcraft and uh, stuff like that and so I mean, you can you can call them stones if it makes you feel safer <laughs> <laughs> you can say stones because rocks is just kind of rude I think <laughs>
0: so insensitive to the rocks Insist. I mean the stones
1: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah but crystals usually like even for me i've been working with them for a few years now and it's still kind of like oh crystals what? i mean new age people like don't don't bat an eye but you're coming from the christian christian realm it's kind of like but they work right so i still feel like i have to uh justify myself with them
0: so I usually use, use them. you you even mentioned like they work right? they so do this episode we have a lot of ground to cover yeah right so First is, why the crap are we even talking about <laughs> this? And then the second is, I think Kat's journey is, as a someone who grew up Christian, I think your journey is very relevant. So we'll kind of dive into how you got into this. Mm. And then we're going to try to end with some, I don't know, practical application, maybe a bit of 101, you know, sure. introduction to crystals 101 type of thing. So, okay. so some of the people listening to this may be completely clueless as to... Why am I listening to a podcast about rocks now? You know, but stones! Rocks, but not rocks. They're stones, crystals. you can call them whatever. Like, I grew up in Arizona, and so Sedona, mm-hmm. Arizona, is uh, just a couple hours north of Phoenix where I grew up. Lots of rocks. Lots of. <laughs> <laughs> and they also, we could even get into vortexes as well. But, oh, man. I mean, Sedona is one of the new age capitals of the world. I don't think anybody would argue that, even in the New Age community. And some would say it's the best, right? Which is, it's, it, in many ways, especially with vortexes and stuff, it's kind of like a mecca of the, of the New Age community. And um, my wife and I used to go up there all the time for lunches and stuff and just loved the Red Rocks and everything. I mean, it's it's beautiful, beautiful country. Mm-hmm. But you go there and it is like New Age central, I mean, Were you scared? I was, a bit, because you're like, you know, growing up at the church, I'm like, that's, now I got to tell you my first experience. Okay. Okay. I'm driving up to Sedona, and that's not my first experience in Sedona, but like with the whole new age side of it, and Joni and I are driving up, and I look over, and up on this mountain is this naked person in like a Buddha pose, like a cross-legged, you know, yoga Meditate. pose, meditative pose. <laughs> And then there's, there's, like, another naked person, like, doing some yoga thing, like, on another rock. And this it, is...
1: Was it a Thursday? Because <laughs> Are you serious? No. Okay.
0: See, that's how much I
1: don't okay. know. Well,
0: maybe Thursday is their Sunday. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, a, like, that ignorance is, like, pervasive throughout the Christian world. So. Um, if you
1: want to stand naked on a rock, you can do it any day
0: perfect oh my gosh so my this is i'm not really interviewing you this is a discussion but i do i really want to know like why are we talking about crystals why is this even a subject
1: you asked me to
0: that's (laughs) technically true yes
1: um actually this came about for me i was again i'm always very spirit-led in my journey everything like i have this spiritual radar that like spirit will introduce things just really lightly and delicately on the outskirts of this radar. And I'm like, okay, that's a thing that exists, cool. And then like a month or two will go by and I'll get closer and I'll keep seeing it like it'll pop up everywhere. So everything that I do and everything that I've delved into in the New Age community or different types of spirituality and stuff like that has always been spirit led. It's always been um, That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> It is, because there's some scary stuff out there. Right. Really. So everything that I've gotten into or looked into has always been led by spirit. And rocks are the same. Now I'm calling them rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it.
0: <laughs> For me, there's a, a, a bigger picture that I don't know if everyone in the audience you know, understands that stones, crystals, rocks gems there is a spiritual value to them right and uh for me it was so when you first started to get into stones i remember us having a conversation it was essentially like (laughs) hey spirit is showing me this stuff and i think by that point you had you had kind of stepped into your identity so you weren't you weren't coming to a teacher for permission but you certainly were like, this is really fascinating. Is there any any kind of Christian context that, <laughs> that would suggest why spirit would have me, you know, getting into stones and crystals and all that? Mm. And for me, coming from the world of types and shadows and the biblical side, the answer is unequivocally yes, right? Why are we talking about stones and crystals and stuff? Because they're all throughout the Bible and... If you don't know, um, you know, the high priest garments had 12 stones on them. The, if you listen to my podcast episode on Satan or their lack thereof, you'll realize in Ezekiel 28, you have the, the being in the garden who had nine stones, which are nine of the same 12 stones on the breastplate of righteousness. You've got the Urim and the Thinim, which are the white and the black stone that were inside the, the ephod. <laughs> And you've got all the stones at the base of the New Jerusalem in Revelation, and so stones and gems in particular, and some of them were crystals, some of them were gemstones, and some of them were just rocks. They're very biblically based. They're mm-hmm. extremely um, important in the discussion, and we'll get to some of the uses. One of my, my favorite one is the the idea of a totem or a sastoon for mm-hmm. stones, because that that was the governing. People don't realize like. Israel used stones to, as their judge and jury, like literally they used a white and a black stone to cast judgment on people on whether or not they were innocent or guilty.
1: Yeah. And that gets into like Oracle type things as well, Uh which is neat. And as far as it being Christian, like God made all of them. What? All of the rocks. God made them. (laughs) Uh, And so there's, I guess, from my journey and how this came about for me, um, I had had, like, this season of just, like, intense lessons. There was, like, five lessons that all came to a head at once. Mind was blown. Life was changed. It was awesome. And then he's like, just rest now. I'm like, oh, I want more. Like, how long do I rest for? He's like, just rest. I'm like, for, like, a week? (laughs) He's like, just you know calm down <laughs> i'll best. let you know i know and i'm like oh and so it was about a month into my rest i was watching a show or a movie or something and he keeps like popping this image of a i've had to google this thing i didn't even know what it was i'm like how do i google this i don't even know what you're showing me right it was a essentially a selenite tower it's like a light shifty stone and he kept showing that to me i had seen one one be- once before in a shop somewhere I was traveling and I was like, Oh my gosh, I love this. I want to buy it, but I'm like 34. I don't need to be collecting rocks. And so (laughs) like, I really wanted to buy it and I didn't because I'm like, what am I going to do with a rock? But he, but because I had that, that point of reference, he kept showing that to me and I'm like, I, okay. I'm like, you want, you haven't talked to me in a month. I'm watching a show. (laughs) You want to do this now?
0: (laughs) How rude. I
1: know. (laughs) Um, and so it was so insistent uh, that I had to pause, like, I told my husband, I'm like, all right, I need to pause this. Spirit keeps showing me something. He's not letting up. So I need to Google something really quick. And then he ge- he gave me, like, the names of um, two specific stones and then, like, the visual of another stone. And so I'm like, okay, like, rocks, all right. And so I look, <laughs> I look them up, and the Selenite Tower is, like, used for, like, divi- divine communication and to, like amplify that like i i looked for it everywhere and the only place i found it was like a new age crystal-y thing i'm like what are you doing to me like what are you asking me to do here like right i was really weirded out by it for a while <laughs> <laughs> and then i looked at the other stones that he he told me like was labradorite and amethyst and i looked those up on a new age website because they're the ones that know right because they are not afraid of rocks, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, when you put it that way. Well. <laughs> are you, are you afraid of rocks? Like this? <laughs>
1: Some people are. I guess. I mean, if you throw them hard enough, but.
0: Sure. Um. Goliath was afraid of rocks.
1: For actually, reason. he wasn't
0: afraid enough.
1: True. He probably didn't have time to be afraid of rocks. Anyway.
0: He should have been. <laughs> he should
1: have been. <laughs> Which means, well, anyway. So, yeah, I looked into him, and he kept, like, he led me down this path of looking into them, and I'm like, okay, I trust you, I see what you're doing, but they're gonna have to prove it. If you're telling me that, like, rocks have powers, I need to see them. He actually had already shown me, like, I got thrown off a horse <laughs> a couple of weeks before. Oh, this was when he was telling me to rest. And I'm like, rest, like, in what... Like, I could still keep doing this and this and this, and then you'll get back to me or something. So I fell off a horse and literally could do nothing but lay in bed for a week. I'm like, okay. I don't believe God threw me off a horse, but I was definitely resting. So after, like, <laughs> I, I fell off this horse and got dragged through the gravel. And so I, I don't know. When I stood up, finally, when I finally stood up, I saw a fossil on the ground. And I'm like, oh, a fossil. And I, like, bend down super, super slow, excruciating pain because I had a sprained hip joint to, like, pick up this rock and put it in my pocket. I don't know why, but I super needed that rock. And then it wasn't months into my crystal journey that I, like, I'm like, oh, I should look up fossils because I remembered that I picked up that fossil when I fell off a horse. And fossils help with, like, your skeletal system and healing bones and all of this other stuff. And I'm like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. And I kept that rock in my pocket. I didn't take it out or anything. I just, like, when it was in there, I'd hold it or something. Um, And I had gone to the chiropractor, and he's, like, adjusted things. And he's like, okay. And I had a dance thing coming up in a couple of months. He's like, you should be okay by then. Like, this was december february you should be okay you should be able to move by then <laughs> like oh good and i was like back riding horse eight days later nice so
0: so the doctor told you it should take a couple months yeah and you had a rock in your pocket <laughs>
1: <laughs> a magic rock <laughs> but i think that when we have the intention and the understanding they can be even more powerful because we can like the intention and the belief is there like that was before yeah. i even knew anything about stones And it was just in my pocket, but that was kind of his like, oh, remember this? You're not crazy, I'm not crazy. But going back to, like God created all of them. And we don't have a problem believing that herbs and plants and stuff like that have healing properties. It's the same thing. And there's thousands of plants that we use medicinally and we trust and even our like modern medicine today is based off of that plant-based medicine. He made all of those plants. And if all of the rocks were the same and they were just there to be rocks, they would all be gray and just laying there. Like there's everything is vibration, which we know, like matter and emotion, everything is vibration. Mm-hmm. And so color is vibration. So you have a stone that's purple. It has a specific vibration that interacts with the vibrations in your body and in your emotions and in your mind.
0: So that certainly it's it's worth drilling down there for a second because One of the things that a lot of religious and ancient traditions have been, I don't know, mocked for by the modern uh, scientific way of thinking is that things like mantras or meditation or prayer or uh, symbols or, you know, stones and crystals, like any of that stuff is just bullcrap. It's just stupid superstition. Lots of, just, like, the, oh, okay. like, everyone <laughs> everyone says it about the things that they don't agree with. Sure. Or they you don't know.
1: understand, yeah.
0: Right. So, and even Christians who believe in prayer suddenly don't believe in meditation. Mm-hmm. Right. Or people who love yoga who believe in meditation don't believe in prayer. Or, mm-hmm. or singing worship songs and praise and worship. Like, all of these practices that religion has carried for thousands of years. I believe quantum physics is proving over and over and over and over again that what they've been playing into is what now we now know is vibration mm-hmm. and frequency. And so if it's a mantra, if it's a stone, if it's a worship song, if it's a prayer, if it is a liturgy, right, you know, and you go into the Catholic church or different churches where there's like, we do the same things all the time, we pray mm-hmm. the same prayers all the time. I mean, those, those are incantations. Right, they're spells. I they know. are right. It's Don't tell great. anybody. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. That's what they've been doing. I know. Right. Well, but I've been doing it for good. That you true. Intention matters, and that's where you can use any. You the can
1: majority of it's done for good.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Most people are doing are trying to make tomorrow better yeah. for them and for everyone else. Yeah. Occasionally, people want to make tomorrow worse for each other. Right, and so you can use these same vibrations and these same truths and these same principles for darkness. You can create darkness. But for the most part, most people are trying to create light how they define it. Mm -hmm. And that is to me, I just want to drill down on that vibratory reality because quantum physics does prove everything is energy. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts are a vibration. Your emotions are in a vibration. Your bones, your hip joint is a vibration. Mm -hmm. Your blood your I mean it's all a vibration and when we get low emotion and we oh by the way even medicine right so now people go oh well you have a really low emotion you should take this drug right the drugs just a vibration mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know and and you take this you take this magic pill and you won't be depressed anymore but for years it was well go spend time sitting with nature and pick up the vibration of the earth or Go sing this song or go have this meditation and you won't be depressed anymore because they were picking up vibrations from nature, not from pills. Right. They were picking up vibrations from spiritual tradition, not from science. But it's all still vibration. It's all still coming from the same place. So, yeah, the stone that you had in your pocket that is next to your hip that carries a vibration, that carries a frequency. Mm Um. And I guess we're at this point, we are getting into the scientific reality of stones and crystals and plants and drugs and (laughs) positive or negative, positive or negative. So
1: that is the like, I, I need in my spiritual walk. I need that science behind it. Like I need, like, I believe you, I trust you, but I want to see it and I want to know why it works. And I don't want to just be like, oh yes, rocks heal and just go with it because again if people come to me and be like well why does it work i'm like i don't know i just believe which is a it's part of the reality is like intention and the belief in it but i also want to be able to explain it i want to explain to myself i'm not that easily won over by something that feels so out of the box and um
0: it's no different than when christians go prayer works you're like okay how Right. They're like, well, I don't know. God it just, does it. <laughs> it works. <laughs> You're like, it's just as unexplainable to most people.
1: I know. Or explaining like, well, how, why do you believe in God? Well. Cause I do. Right. But they I mean, this actually has scientific stuff behind it. And like quartz crystal is like, it vibrates at the same frequency as the human body. And so illness causes a lower vibration. And so if you, if you find these stones that will raise that vibration specifically there's stones that interact with your kidneys specifically because of their color and their composition what they're made of vibrates at a specific frequency it's not because it's magic it's just it's matter Mm -hmm. and again god made them as tools for us Mm -hmm. it's not like that's why going back to the previous podcast of about, about the freedom of new age christianity and understanding that these beautiful tools and gifts that we were given by god we can reclaim them and start using them for what they were intended to right. be so yeah it was a long journey of like <laughs> so actually there's a stone for that <laughs> being that friend for a while <laughs> like just dropping stones in people's pockets but
0: you gave you gave us into a bunch of the the bibles the basement bible study group uh, for Christmas one year, you yeah. gave us each a, uh, satchel of stones. Yep. I still have them. Oh, Yeah. You've given me a few. Mm-hmm. Different times. Yeah. I love it. I have my two favorite. The white one and the black one.
1: I wonder why. Do you use them for judging? <laughs> do I, do,
0: yes. <laughs> no. Will I be his friend or not? <laughs> Will I condemn them to hell or shall I forgive them?
1: <laughs> Same.
0: That's essentially what they were. but No, not for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's
1: like, oh for, no. In the
0: Bible, that's what they were.
1: Okay, all right. Well...
0: Can you imagine like actually stoning somebody because the stone came out black?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> Thursday.
0: <laughs> because it's Thursday? <laughs>
1: no. But that's like, that's something that you can use too, going back to... Like you can use them for that. For like that discernment.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: wouldn't, you know, don't
0: stoning people? don't abuse
1: it <laughs> don't maybe maybe don't stone people <laughs> as like a base rule yeah right let's just throw that out okay but uh yeah being able to like with muscle testing like we understand how muscle testing works right or using a pendulum is connected in the same way to muscle testing and it's got scientific base for that as well but prophecy or like with christians when they like, they're having a bad, like a, a rough day, and like, I just need a word from God, and you open your Bible, and it just happens to give you a scripture that is perfectly on the nose for what you're going through. That's the same type of communication as the yep. Urim and Inthidim. Like, getting that communication clearly, like getting prophecy from God, like he doesn't, it gives you another option for communication besides the burning bush or mm-hmm. being struck by lightning. You know,
0: a lot of shaman have something, especially Native American shaman in like Central America, Aztecs, Incas, and stuff like that. They had something called a sastun, Mm. which was uh, basically their version of the Urim and the Thinom, right? And so we'll look at, Christians will go, well, that was the high priest and those were the Jews. And so clearly that was God ordained, but that dirty, rotten shaman over there who uses a different kind of stone. they are going to get mail. (laughs) Right. (laughs) dirty run <laughs> right exactly I mean it's it's there's so much I don't know I won't say it's unfounded fear in the you know it's probably a good moment to validate the potential abuses of any of these tools in the same way that I would validate that you can pray without any results and you can just pray the same prayer for 20 years that you're sister would get saved and she doesn't get saved. And, and, and you can pray negative things. You can pray all sorts of stuff and abuse or misuse or completely remove the power from prayer. You can do the same thing with stones. You can do the same thing with you are a creator, right? And when Christians step into these subjects and go, that's powerless. Well, congratulations.
1: If you throw them hard enough, <laughs> it's gonna hurt no matter what. <laughs> <I'm> just,
0: <laughs> this is true, but There's I, I guess,
1: always an application for stones.
0: <laughs> I've just had so many conversations with people where, and this does, I guess I uh, there would be one caveat to that is that is the just the natural frequency value of stones, and that there is your intention doesn't just make it non existent, right? I don't right. believe in crystals. Doesn't mean the crystal disappears.
1: It's well, I mean that's the thing is that like especially right now there's like a resurgence or this big boon of crystals are everywhere. Like you can pick it up at Target. You have like a chunk of amethyst in your living room. It's still going to vibrate at that frequency. It's still gonna give you benefit. I think that if you come in with that hard and fast, like crystals don't work. It's bullshit. Like I think you can block yourself yeah. from that. It's still gonna be vibrating purple
0: Purple, It's purple, still going to be purple. vibrating
1: purple rock fumes. <laughs> <laughs> or that energy, it's still going to be there. And you still get the benefits if you're not like, because we are creative beings, we can create our reality.
0: Yeah.
1: Your reality is you're blocking the benefit of that.
0: I have a... Big uh, jerk. A big j- I don't block him. Not you. Oh, okay. I have a, a brother <laughs> I that I hope, my younger brother, I really do hope that I can have him on this podcast someday. Well, be um, nice with what you say next he, time. He and I, his, he and I story is, is beautiful. It's painful and beautiful. Um, when I started down this path, he did not come with me and he loves Jesus, loves God, loves the church. And uh, we could not be further apart now and still call ourselves Christians because mm-hmm. he is a, I would, as far as I still know, he's a Calvinist, right? He is a you know, if you know anything about Calvinism, you know everything that that includes, and it is the exact opposite of New Age Christian. Okay. Yet, I think he and I could have a fascinating series of podcasts together because he has learned how to respect, and he has learned how to, and uh, and we've both, my wife recently, the last conversation he and I had over Thanksgiving last year, she she just commented, she's like, this, this conversation was the most fascinating conversation I think I've ever heard. Because we both came at everything so incredibly differently. All that to say, he, at one point, you know, he believes that the healing and all that stuff, uh, he's a cessationist, meaning that the miracles don't happen anymore. Oh. And that they died with the last apostle. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) I asked him, I was like, so what do you, what do you do with all the miracles that happen? (laughs) It's the devil. (laughs) And he was like, well, I've never seen one. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Of course you haven't. Yeah. Because you don't believe believe they don't exist. Mm -hmm. And so even if you do see one, you don't give the credit to it. And I said, dude, like, have you ever YouTubed? Are you familiar with YouTube? (laughs) He was like, stop it. And I was like, dude, just Google miracles. Like, read a blog, watch a video. And he literally was like, well, how do I know they're true? How do I know? and i was like oh my gosh i i don't know how to get through to this mm-hmm. but that is a very stark example of what a lot of people do when they're presented with anything new age
1: yeah yeah
0: right and they're like well that's i don't i don't believe in crystals therefore that must not be true i've had you know my sister-in-law gave me one and she's this crazy woo-woo person this person cat gave me a crystal and it didn't do anything for me <laughs> well congratulations like surprise surprise and so I think step one is openness. right And
1: I do think like there's a lot to say with, even if you because I've, I've given stones to people, and I can see that they're helping, but because they don't believe in them or because they're like, no, that doesn't work, they're never going to connect the two. They're just right. It's a coincidence that this in my life also changed. right It has nothing to do with the rock in my pocket. <laughs> like, right If it's still there.
0: And that is where you do, if you could see the vibration. So one of the, I know it's. Would you consider magnets a stone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Mean well, there's magnetic stone, stones like right?
1: lodestones and hematite.
0: And then you got minerals too. Most of them are stones, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. we take minerals for vitamin vitamins and minerals and all that stuff. So we we know there's a, a medicinal value of frequency there. Like for me, I had a neck injury for years that. I've had it's maybe I should tell that story sometime about how it got healed over time, including some major miracle moments, everything like that. Tell your brother. But the final, the (laughs) final, uh, right? I think I did, and I think it was dismissed as a coincidence. But anyway, (laughs) the final layer of the healing of my neck was on the physical plane, right? So I had some spiritual healing, some emotional soul healing, and then finally physical healing. And what the the trick that finally did it? was putting magnets and taping magnets to my neck for, you know, a few days at a time. Just these two little medical magnets by a company called Nikon and studying the magnetic resonance and how literally in the West, especially, but really worldwide, we have magnetic deficiency disorder. Which in Asia, they actually have a name for it called Magnetic Deficiency Disorder. They actually have treatments for it, and it's known as a a condition. In America, in the West, Western medicine, we have no acknowledgement that your body is frequency. And here's the crazy thing is that the globe, the planet, those poles are shifting right now. They have been for a while. Uh, If you've not heard that, that's another really, you should go YouTube it youtube you know india indians talking about how the sun doesn't rise in the same place that it did their whole lives that they estimated shifted about two to three degrees at this point Mm -hmm. because the poles are shifting and then our food is so demineralized that you know the i heard one statistic that they believe the nutritional value of a carrot today compared to a couple hundred years ago is that you'd have to eat 40 carrots to get the same nutritional value vitamins and minerals as they used to one carat back then so point being mineral deficiency magnetic deficiency and all of the wackiness that our bodies are enduring right now and then you add all of the electro cell towers and radio towers and emt stuff and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and we're all staring at screens constantly and we we've got these wired things on our heads as we're talking into another thing that's wired in front of our face known as a microphone (laughs) and so I think this is a wonderful time to reintroduce the grounding effects and the vibratory realities of the different stones that are out there.
1: Yeah. And there are there are stones actually that help counter counteract like the EMT frequencies and stuff like that that you can use. I mean and again, it's all vibration. If we're getting sick from it, if we're getting sick from vibration and from energies, like why would we not be able to be healed by it or affected at least as physically is that a real sentence? You know what I mean. <laughs> like if if we believe or people out there believe that cell phones give you cancer, like it's all electronic and like it's all frequency. Right. So why is it so hard to believe that crystals or stones that right. also have their own vibrational frequency don't have a positive effect?
0: Right, because we could see, you know, when you call your when you put your cell phone next to your head start talking into it and you hear somebody else's voice, you don't see any of that stuff traveling, right? Yeah, it's it's witchcraft. All, it's all invisible, right. The witchcraft of cell phones. <laughs> it's the uh, the black obsidian brick that we all stare into. <laughs> so, but we see the effects of it. We see the results of, well, my computer screen does show me pictures and there's another voice coming through the line, so on and so forth. So we understand that frequency is everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Yet somehow, and I think it's largely because the New Age community has glommed on to crystals and stones, that simply because the New Age community has done it, many Christians are like, keep that away from me, that's the devil. Yeah. Or it doesn't, it, it's not powerful, it's a joke, it's a load of crap.
1: Well, I think that Christianity, especially, well, kind of always has been... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of always.
1: Kind of always been fear-based. Like you be good, like you're afraid of God, like the fear of God. You have to be afraid to be a good person, I guess. And so it's much easier for them to operate in fear of something. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier to believe that cell phones give you cancer. That's a fear. Like, oh my gosh, no. But like to just believe in good is somehow way harder. Mm -hmm. And so to believe that something operating in the same way, in the same thing could be good. Like, it's way easier for them to just fall into fear of things than to accept that something does the same thing, but for good. Same stuff.
0: I'm so tempted to explain. I have to do it. Because it is relevant. It's a a journey down Bible world. That's the
1: Christianity part of the New Age of Christianity.
0: So, okay. So, the fear of God. If you're a Christian and you just heard, well, the Bible says, fear the Lord. Yes, it does now. So, (laughs) um, historically speaking, in the Hebrew context, there were no vowels. Okay. There were no vowels in their alphabet. Have I told you this? Probably. Okay. So, there were no vowels in the Hebrew alphabet. And for thousands of years, the Bible was written and read with no vowels. And
1: This sounds like a bunch of throat clearing.
0: (laughs) No, No. what happens is, is that the reader adds their own vowels.
1: That sounds safe. Right? Hmm. This
0: is why their entire culture was not about how do you interpret this passage that we all read the same. It was, why did you read that passage that way? Why did you add the vowels you added? Now here's the coolest example ever. The difference between the word love and fear is a vowel. Damn. Yeah. So fear the Lord your God versus love the Lord your God. It was all in the reader's interpretation. Crazy, huh? It's deep. Right?
1: That's amazing, actually. I don't know if you've told me that or I forgot.
0: <laughs> so so when Jesus stands up and he reads the, the passage about today this has been fulfilled in your hearing certain passages had been over time they had been given specific context to where it was pretty much understood that we all interpret this verse this way right but there was still a lot and most of them were about who we were identity wise to where it was still a discussion that's why when jesus was a kid and 12 years old the it was said that they that the rabbis at the at the temple were amazed by his questions mm. because he's literally, they would sharpen each other. Well, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you read it this way? Why would you read that? Why wouldn't you? And I think it was 400, four or 600 years later after Christ, they decided to, all the new translations of the Old Testament started having vowels in them. And there were rabbis of that day who basically said that 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 was the year, when they decided to do that, that that was the year that God died, right? Because the Bible wasn't meant to tell you about God. It was meant to be a mirror about how you believed about yourself.
1: Hence the no vowels and putting them in yourself. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So, (laughs) this is why I went down that rabbit hole or that (laughs) sidetrack, because you can look at any of these things and stones included and you can see all the ways in which it's evil and it's bad and it's dangerous and stay away and you know heck a pox on you you know yes. new age people or you can see the affirmations of what god has given us you can see wow this is so cool that we have these tools that we have x y and z we, and i think that is a very beautiful introduction into the, the side of crystals i think we've got a few more minutes and i, and I want to end with kind of some practical applications, some 101 okay, okay. so i'm going to lean on you for that because i don't sure. you know what are some of your favorites
1: my favorites like my absolute favorite stone is rose quartz it's just it's just love all of the different kinds self-love romantic love Love for the world, love for your spouse, your kids, for God. Like, it's just, like, if it weren't a rock, it'd be very warm and fuzzy. Like, it's just, it's got a really beautiful, serene energy to it. And I don't feel, like, I don't feel physically the energies. A lot of people can. Like, they'll feel it vibrating. There's been a few stones that I can actually feel, feel. But um, definitely tell the the effects of it when I've been carrying it with me. (laughs) And when I don't. (laughs) But that's probably my favorite. And there's a lot of stones that...
0: And how much more powerful when you put the intention with it?
1: That's the other thing, too. Like, you can... You're supposed to... I mean... Air quotes. Yes. Oh, air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to charge them with your intention. And for a long time, I'm like, I don't know how to do that. That sounds like some thing I need to be trained in. It's really just intention. Like, God made us as creators. And so, like, if you have a rose quartz and it has, like, all of these different possibilities of love, it'll always vibrate in that, in its natural capacity of what it would naturally vibrate as. But if you're like, you know what? I'm having trouble with the relationship with my mother. And so you hold that rock and you're just like, I don't know. This is where it gets weird, but, like, you can set your intention, like, and even in a prayer to God, if it's more comfortable to you, like, thank you for the the gift of the stone. Like, I want the vibrations to help me with my relationship with my mother or my mother-in-law, most likely. <laughs> but <laughs> but just setting that intention, it doesn't have to be some big, you know, ritualistic thing. It's just your intent. Like, I'm carrying the stone because I'm believing and expecting it to help me with in this area. I mean, there's a lot of, to our intuition about them as well. Like I have, like there's just this big tray of stones. I don't remember what all of them do all the time. Cause there's a lot, <laughs> but intuitively just grab some stones, put them in your pocket for the day later on. If you feel the need to, you can, you can Google them. If you remember what the name of it was, look them up, and it's very much the same energy as opening your Bible and expecting a passage that's going to get you through the day. Like just grab some stones, you can look them up later and say like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed t- today. Like you are energetically, because of that by vibration and because of, you know, the spiritual aspect of life in general, like you'll be naturally drawn to the stones that you actually need for the day. Hmm. And there's black tourmaline, I think, is my second favorite. Like that's a good one to always have. It's a very grounding stone and it helps not only to kind of shield you from negative energy from other people, but it actually kind of transmutes it into positive energy for you to reuse. Magically, obviously, but Magic it's, it's there's all magic. no science to it. <laughs> it's all magic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean if you, like quartz like crystal, just the clear quartz crystal is, like, the most common material on the planet, I guess. And, like, if you sit on the beach, sand is made of quartz. Like, it's just tiny quartz crystals. And so, even sitting on the beach, how relaxed and nice you feel, Mm -hmm. it's probably for a reason. Like, other than sunshine and...
0: Yeah, there's other frequencies, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any um, thoughts regarding, like, so I'm just thinking of, if you're watching the video, I have a is a tiger's eye? Tiger eye?
1: Tiger's eye. Yeah.
0: Um, that's what that is, right? Yep. Uh, it's a yin and yang symbol mm-hmm. carved into a tiger's eye stone for those, you know, that is my, my version of a Jesus cross because Jesus is logic and yin and yang to me represents that, that mm-hmm. concept. Um, do you have any thoughts regarding adding symbology to stones?
1: I think that that again when we're talking about the freedom of finding what works for you in your spiritual path and what you're, you know, discovering about yourself this is just one facet of it like you can use stones you can grid with stones which is sitting down and intentionally putting your energy and your focus into making a specific, you know, layout of stones with certain stones having their own vibration and their own frequency and then you also your intention like if you were going to make one for prosperity there's certain stones that that vibrate at that frequency the color wiser they represent it and then putting it in a specific outline or um layout sorry because there's numbers like numbers have meaning and stuff as well even biblically um numbers have oh my gosh right
0: numerology and geometry yeah. yeah
1: So Genetria. like using stones in threes or something that is based in, oh my gosh, prosperity. Like what's a prosperous number? Isn't it three
0: prosperous number? Yeah, uh, I think I'd largely say ten. Just because it's big. No, Lots. because it's it's uh, <laughs> it's it's basically one, but to its fullness. Ooh. So ten. And so that there's then a hundred, then a thousand, and
1: all that. There's your like. Cause you're sitting there and it's there's something to be said for manifesting the reality that you want doing an activity physical activity like we're manifesting vibrationally with our emotions and our prayer and our mindset but then there's something to be said about bringing that from the spiritual realm into the physical realm so having symbology connected like it's you're just layering it essentially yeah. we could probably cut out the last five minutes of rambling. <laughs> we'll just go from adding symbology to crystal so you have a stone tiger's eye which has all of its own vibrational benefits and then you're also adding something that has a lot of meaning in the universal mind as well like there's a whole lot behind yin and yang that we know universally which is its own
0: energy around the planet exactly
1: And then your personal intention of what that means to you. Like, that's a powerful thing yeah. for you. And so having crystals as just something in your bailiwick, like just some little... In my what? In your bailiwick. <laughs> in your little bag of tricks. <laughs>
0: like Okay. All right. um,
1: having them to use... Like, use them... They're not the end all of everything. A lot of people put a lot of stock into that and like... That's their thing. And that's cool because that's a lot of intention into one thing. But, yeah, doing crystals with symbology, with numerology, with, you know, sitting there with your intention also, they can get pretty powerful because we're creators and we make them that way. And we put that importance on them, I guess. Hmm.
0: I've heard some pretty cool stories. Remembering the details is, is, I just know I've heard when I first kind of, Opened up my mind to the idea that, okay, stones, crystals, could have a spiritual value beyond. And I don't know why. I studied the whole high priestly garment, the twelve stones, and all. I say that for years, and it never like smacked me upside the head like they're rocks, <laughs> right? What's the big deal about rocks? For me, it was always symbology and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But when you just back all the way out and you kind of just look at scripture at face value and you look at to see like oh my gosh no they are made by god they are useful and they're beautiful but frequency alone is really the answer to the question of so many things in the spiritual in the spiritual discussion those scientific minds or those philosophical minds to go yeah but why does this work or what is it Mm -hmm. it really all comes down to frequency and everything is energy everything is frequency and some of the stories I've heard about stones being used for healing. To me, one of the best examples, and it wasn't a stone, but it was a inanimate object that got used, was when Paul's, the they would cut up his work apron and send it around as prayer cloths, hmm. and they would lay it on people and people would get healed. Right? That kind of weirdness, <laughs> right? It's like people are like... Okay, if you want to send me a prayer cloth, I'm fine because it's in the Bible. But that crystal thing, those New Age people over there that sit naked on top of the rocks in Sedona, <laughs> they're evil and they're the devil.
1: But so tan.
0: <laughs> but so no, they weren't. And they were old, really? old and saggy. <laughs> it was bad. It was scary, but it was just just re- removing the fear of realizing. Look, and that I think is. New Age Christianity itself. Heck, the name itself. Yeah. I was like, are you afraid to identify as this?
1: I actually Googled it because I was trying to find something uh, linked to something we were working on, and all of this, like, bad stuff came up. Like, be careful of New Age Christians. I'm like, oh, no, what do we do?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I saw that, and I was like, yes, people are Googling it. (laughs) No, but seriously, I I mean, that is that kind of, like, dichotomy of, like, I want to hold on to things that are precious too. I don't want to be stupid. I don't want to dive into things Mm -hmm. we mentioned in the last episode. Like, look, if stones are something that intrigue you. Oh, I wanted to ask you, put you on the spot. Would you be willing to do a class on these? Yeah. Sweet. So Mm -hmm. if stones are something that intrigue you, and you're listening to this, crystals, rocks, and gems, and all (laughs) the above, and maybe even some metal and magnets. Oh, yeah. Metal. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, clearly the frequency of gold for prosperity. Right. I mean, that's universal.
1: Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot to metal. I mean, it's it's still a mineral, it's still
0: Mm -hmm. earth. Yep. So if that Mm -hmm. intrigues you, you know, I think anything, especially when Kat's on this show and we talk about (laughs) new age stuff, I don't think either of us would suggest just dive right in and, you know... Shut your brain off and just go have fun and go check out that local, you know, psychic and palm reader and all that. Like, go where the spirit leads you. For sure. And we have such an identity, both of us, on the show that we're not afraid, right? We're not, and and that is, if if we can leave you with anything, is, is this is not about fear and perfect love casts out fear, right? That, by the way, even that saying back to the whole how you read the Bible. How they would read the bible historically there's a reason that that was such a known fact when paul says i think it's paul perfect love casts out fear like he's he's writing to a bunch of people that go oh i know that because they've read for thousands of years they've read the bible knowing that you either read it through fear or you read it through their love so anytime you step in you hear the word something like crystals or you hear vortexes or you hear muscle testing i don't know some other words out there altars and stuff so like one if you're a christian you come from a tradition to add that stuff all throughout it mm-hmm. and two perfect love cast out fear mm-hmm. be led by the spirit and don't be afraid and hopefully now you have a community of people and you have in cat you have a guide a potential guide if you so choose Sherpa. a sherpa um <laughs> And you have a group of people around you that, that are also fearless and being willing to let the spirit introduce us to all sorts of different cool ideas. And so I don't know what the next one will be, but we will have, I'm sure, many more discussions about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of these, yeah, like stones or different ritual concepts um, may deserve a class, which would be really cool. I'm
1: so, game, yeah, and, and not being afraid, but being smart and like just want to emphasize being spirit led with yes. stuff because it's not only what's safe for us to get into because there's stuff out there spiritually like i'm i'm pretty open and pretty free spiritually There's stuff i'm not going to go near like new no, right in no way. but it's not a fear-based thing it's just you know there's a reality to those energies and stuff like that and
0: i was just thinking of stuff you wouldn't go near everything about like abraham considered sacrificing a child
1: I mean, that's fine. But, like, Ouija boards? No, <laughs> no <way. laughs> But being spirit-led is not only what's safe for us in general, but it's what you're specifically ready for. Like, yes. Like, he eked me towards crystals for a while. Like, I had a salt lamp. Like, oh, it gets off, like, negative ions, which helps whatever. Frame so, Right. And so I'm like, oh, salt lamp. Normal. And then I have, like, trigeminal neuralgia where my face, like, feels like it's exploding. And babies use uh, amber necklaces for teething. I'm like, and so I've been using that and it worked. And that was like probably two years before he started showing me, you know, the images of the Selenite Tower or whatever. So if you're open to learning more and you're open to being open, um, he'll get you ready for the next step. And so being spirit led is more, more so about what you're ready to receive and have a grid for, yeah, for that revelation, than being afraid of what's out there,
0: yeah, and that's key. What you have a grid for, mm-hmm. and if you don't have one, but you have a good relationship with Spirit, then He'll build you a grid, yeah, yeah. That's the joy of having is the freedom that New Age Christianity hopes to deliver. Is that is it's okay to be brave in your journey because you don't have an angry dad. Who's waiting to beat you up if you screw up, mm-hmm. right? And you don't have you don't have a. If you've listened to the, the episode on Satan, I don't believe you have this all powerful enemy that you know is waiting to devour you. You absolutely have darkness, and there's things out there, but there's there's an entire construct that of prison that we have been born and raised in for the most part and that does not exist except in our minds. And so the hope of uh, releasing people from that, and there's probably a, a stone for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> probably.
0: There probably is. Probably. So, all right. Thank you so much for uh, joining us for this episode. We, As always, we appreciate your time. We know time is precious and uh, we do not take that lightly. And uh, please consider donating between you and the Holy Spirit if you feel so led, or you uh, would like to support this and more podcasts and more uh, projects such as classes on stones, then uh, we would highly appreciate your, your kind donations. And other than that, we will see you on the next episode. God bless.